break up. Now every day I wake up, somebody got a problem with hope. What's up, it's all fed up, cause I got a little cheddar and my wreck is moving out the um, Hello, this is episode 12 of the MJ Podcast. Really? Why can you why can you talk? I thought you were gonna say something else. I know. You said go, I'm Jared Shepard. I'm Jared Well, you know, it's been a while since we did a podcast, so maybe I forgot what we usually uh, do. Uh last podcast we did it was around October twelfth. Around October twelfth. It was around, but I give you an exact date of what it was. For all the diehard devoted MJ podcast fans, uh, it's been a little bit hard with Jared's schedule with the Stingrays playing. Um, I've I've came to him multiple times about doing a podcast, and he's denied me the whole time. Yeah. In other news, I'm also in the Israeli army. Um, we may have explained that on the last podcast in October. Yeah, no. Last podcast, I was going into the, I was going to Machina. Now in the army, a little bit different. Um, okay, hold on. Have the soldiers been listening uh, to the podcast? They've been they've been acquainting themselves with the podcast. Yeah, I played a lot of times at on through Spotify at on in buildings that I'm in, and it's usually what the fuck is that? Um, sorry, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I'm a little rusty off, no, no podcast. Um, uh, just, like, actually, uh, a good amount of them do. I met, I met three people from Charleston. And, the, and two of them know, two of them know uh, who the South Carolina Stingers are. In Israel? In Israel? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, Charleston's a big city, so yeah, it's got to be some Jewish people from there. Figure a couple of them there are, that. Come there are Jewish people here. We actually have the oldest temple here. Yeah, I think you told me that like, right before I left. Yeah. It, might, it might be even after that. Uh, yeah, a bunch of, some people from Charleston, a lot from Florida, a lot from Florida, a lot from New York, a lot from just Teaneck and Lakewood, New Jersey, and a couple from L.A. All right, let's get to the topics. Since this podcast has happened, the Boston Red Sox have won the World Series. The Clemson Tigers have won the college football championship. Um, oh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. But most importantly, during the Super Bowl, the halftime show had one of the best musical acts of all time. Also known as one of the worst Super Bowl halftime shows of all time. <laughs> It was spectacular. Max, did they you did. stay up for it? What? Did you stay up for it? No. So one of the best musical acts of all time, you did not stay up for. Yes, because on 3.34 a.m. my time. You're absolutely right, Jared. I did not stay up for it. Okay, so what time is it around your time right now? Well, okay. Right now, it's six hours ahead. But in February, it's seven hours ahead. So, you see what I mean? What I mean is that the show was so great, you didn't even stay up for it. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Jared. <laughs> Just want to put it out there. But I looked it up, but as soon as it happened, 
I texted everybody. I texted Ethan. I texted my parents. I texted you. I texted people on base. They didn't care on base. I, they no one care. cares. Ethan was, Ethan was pissed about it. Um, uh, yeah, but that, uh, they were spectacular. By the way, shout out to Adam Levine turning 40. Looks like he's like 30. Looks like he's honestly 25 right now. Um, no, I look younger than him. No, you know, but that's why I'm funny. That you know, it's like saying uh, I look more handsome than Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not true. I know. I know. Uh, for Andy, he's listening right now. It's a little bit different than all the Barcel podcasts he listens to. Uh, just so you know. I did talk to Jared finally, and Jared's finally on board with Barstool, like like Andy. It's really good for that. That is false. Completely false. Do a comment for the podcast. What? Take a guess what it is. What? Take a guess. Just tell me. Saturdays for the boys. No. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the topic. Uh, okay, what are the topics? You you send them to me. Uh, okay, wait. Give me a second. Uh, update on what's happening. Um, Jared, where where are the stingers? What are the stingers doing right now? The Stingrays are in a fight for the last spot in the playoffs. So, what's going on right now? The Stingrays have six games left. And they need to win as many of them as possible to make it to the playoffs. It's crazy right now. Wait, what's happening with your, with your phone? You there? Yeah. I think something just happened just now. Oh, I was shaking my phone. It might have been that. Yeah, that's probably what it was. You want me to say that again? No, no I heard it. It's fine. Uh, oh, I'm in the RDF. I live, I am in Jerusalem. Um, yeah. Next one. Clemson won the NCAA championship uh, by a whopping margin. Which I predicted, uh, by the way. Did you actually get the celebration? I thought Alabama was instead of winning the usual. No, I, um, I, pred- I predicted it because I figured, you know, I watched a lot of the Clemson games here in South Carolina, and I also had some inside info from my boy Mark Majewski, and he told me they're bringing it home, and I wasn't going to deny that. So I predicted Clemson with a big win. And they delivered. I think Michigan will be back next year, even better than ever. Oh, shout out to my boy Josh, who is from Idaho, Boise, Idaho. So he's seen what I think is better than anything over here, the blue, the blue field. Wait, did you say Michigan's going to be better? Yeah, Michigan will be better, but uh, in 
well, he he sold Mayfield, but he doesn't anymore. I I had a guy, I had a Jewish idea soldier from Idaho. Is he a Steelheads fan? I don't, no, 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 but the Boise State team. Yeah. You remember the Blue Field? Yeah. Yeah. And know, so he's a big Boise State fan. But does he know the Steelheads? What are the Steelheads? In our league, Idaho Steelheads. I have no idea what that is, man. I don't know, maybe he's heard of it. I, I have definitely no clue. heard of oh. it. He, is he from Boise? Yeah. He knows the Steelheads. You, okay, you can't just say that, though. I mean, I could say it. Okay, what? All right. Uh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Uh, no surprise there. Um, yeah. Um, uh, what else? Oh, Jared, is something, something you should be pretty good at over here. What is it now? Mount Rushmore time. We haven't done this in a while. I know everybody wants it. We're bringing it back. Mount Rushmore of my worst takes. Of your worst takes? Yeah. I don't know if I can just pick four. Go, let's go. I don't. I have to have time to prep for this. I don't know if I have this. Yeah, what's your on the anymore? I'm not using a phone. I'm using a, a computer. Oh, are you moving your computer around? Yeah, that's probably it, Jared. Well, you you changed this situation. I can't use the app anymore. It's just down. You can download the app, Skype app on your phone, stupid. Yeah, but then I can't record it, stupid. <laughs> no. Never mind. <laughs> oh. Actually, Darren, I'm not kidding. I think you can't record it, but that's where you know, the days of discuss. Oh, then you then um, you can just record it then. <laughs> okay, well, calm down. Um, okay. Uh, wait, give me a second. Uh, topics. Uh, honestly, let's jump into it. The MLB contract situation has gotten really nice. Uh, Mike Trout got four to thirty million. He deserves a little bit more, in my opinion. More? Uh, yeah. In what way? What has he won before that he deserves that? He's the best player in baseball by far, Jared. Okay, so they gave him the most money by far. Why does he deserve more? He should, he should have had, because he's not worth like. Alright, I think you're, you're going to give me shit for this. So, <laughs> Jared Carabas wrote an article about why it's the most money, obviously, it's like you already reported the house, most money for any free agent of any sports, more than Ronaldo, more than LeBron, more than Gretzky, and how still, like, with statistics, not, he's not. He's not being paid as much as he should be. Also, pretty pretty interesting. LB is horrendous, and I mean horrendous at marketing their players. Why are they so horrendous? Well, they so they just are. Dude, think about it. You, you can't just say they much. just are. 
Hello? Yeah. people should understand right when you said the game was over all of a sudden it went completely the other way and you should understand that i started dying laughing at that my notes went away i just it, said, it went all the way back so down funny. to tie what it went back down to a tie i know that dude justin foreman shot like he shot horrendous he hit like nine of 28 shots he yeah, is the best player that. in the CAA, though. I disagree. I think Voss is way better. No, he's not. Jared, I've been following Voss of Pucelia for quite a while now. Yes, you've been following him for so long, you don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> it's a Russian name. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. What is it, then? Czech Republic. So that's the same thing. Yeah, okay. Um, I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Uh, well, your team that we're talking about be their team of the budget bums, and they're, they're in, like, last place, Mighty Mets, and your Islanders. Um, I want to apologize to all the fans out there who said, when I said, I think we should trade for Jonathan Quick, because that was the most utter utter. That's yeah, definitely on the Mount Rushmore of Max's hot takes. <laughs> no, I said I said that I think, I think the Islanders will get done the way. Um, and also, it's not a take. It's actually not a take. It's just what I saw—an opinion that. Uh, oh, something I wonder where you've heard that before. <laughs> what do you mean? Like when I tell you all of your takes are just opinions. No, no, no. Something I wanted. This isn't an opinion. Just something I wanted. Like, I really wanted the outstick chance quick, and I didn't 
uh, the Islanders would have to be in the to be the Islanders go if they switch up as supposed to be in the uh, candidates. It's crazy. Thomas Grace, Robbie Leonard, unreal. Uh, shout out to them for honestly just being amazing. And I want to give credit to myself for who over the I had a minor breakdown when we lost John Tavares. A small breakdown. I recovered quickly. And I mean, we're better without him, actually. If you feel uh, that way. I know Jared probably didn't say I cried about him not going, not resigning, or I. Uh, it's just not true. Um. Oh well. Um. Yeah. It's definitely tough, but honestly, I'll just probably get a Vander Keene soon. I would give a with that. Why? He just signed a long extension with the Sharks, I thought. Oh, Nikita uh, Kucherov, the free agent this summer? No. Right? No. Oh. <laughs> Who the free agent? I don't know. I have to look at the list. Uh, it's just it's been a wild ride, honestly, and didn't expect this. I didn't think I'd be paying attention to Islander hockey in the, over here, but the Knicks are a joke, the Dolphins are garbage, and we'll get to the Dolphins actually a little later, because I have no idea what the Dolphins are doing. Uh, I just Sounds like the Rangers. What? Sounds like the Rangers. What? They have no idea what they're doing. You know, the Rangers have an idea what they're doing. The Dolphins literally aren't doing anything right now. I, I'm really concerned with the Dolphins. I don't know. They got Fitzpatrick. Yeah, but that's a quarterback that'll win you a bunch of games. I want to, I want to lose some games. Like, you're not going to win you a bunch, but he's going to win you a good amount of games where you're going to be in a sh- They should sign uh, Johnny Manziel or something. <laughs> yeah. They should have signed. I actually think they should have signed Blake Wortles, but... That's my opinion. Yeah, uh, sign a guy who got to the AFC Championship two years ago. <laughs> it was a fluke run, Jared. Oh, fluke uh, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's farther than Fitzpatrick's gotten anybody. No. <laughs> yes. Didn't Fitzpatrick lead the Buccaneers to a playoff, playoff burst? No, he did not. And also, a playoff berth is not a playoff berth is not an AFC Championship game. Okay, Jared, I'm not going for the AFC over here. I'm right over here. Sorry, you're not right. Um, you said that <laughs> you you're wrong here. And Blake Bortles got farther than any other Dolphins QB has ever gotten in the last twenty years. So more than twenty years, exactly. More than 20 years, I think, I think like, exactly. more than 30 years. Exactly. So actually getting him would be an upgrade over what you have. Yeah. What is Kellen Clemens up to today? I didn't I didn't bring up Kellen Clemens. You brought up Blake Bortles. I didn't bring up Blake Bortles. You did. <laughs> okay, chance fine. Um, so fine, you fine. admit that you've been owned. 
sure charity been owned. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, the Knicks will probably look, look like we're going to get that kid Zion from Duke, Kevin Durant, and Anthony Davis this summer. Oh, yeah, just That's, easily just pick them all up, no problem. Yeah, we got that, no problem. <laughs> well, we traded, uh, we traded a little bit of science over here because early in February, the Knicks traded away Max's favorite NBA player. That's for singles. Um, but James don't study the day. I don't, the I'm not sure which time Max was more upset when John Tavares signed with the Maple Leafs or when the Knicks traded Kristaps Porzingis. Chris it's, Porzingis. It's a tie. He was the same amount upset for both things. And you say Kristaps now because you see what happened with Tavares after the fact. But actually, I think the answer might be Tavares. You might have been more upset about John Tavares leaving. You over-exaggerated like I was crying. Oh, I over-exaggerated. I, I will show anyone that wants to see the, the messages that I was sent when Tavares decided to go to Toronto. You I have them. Message, I guarantee you, send them to me right now. Let's see. I'd love to see what you're talking about. You're lying. Um, all right, what was I talking about? Uh, oh yeah, but the good news is that James Dolan said the Knicks will get well, two max, two two max slots, two like max free agencies. Two, the Knicks will sign two big free agents this summer, and they'll get Zion too. So, if I've learned anything, it's just a trust. Honestly, now the Knicks are so screwed. Honestly, the worst thing is the Brooklyn Nets right now. They're not going to be the NBA championship any probably, but they've rebuilt so quick. If you're a free agent. In the NBA right now, it's kind of funny because they're not looking at the Lakers or, or Knicks. They're looking at the Clippers and something Knicks by a lot. Knicks have a good Knicks have a good young core around them. Knicks have everything but a superstar. And if I'm like Kevin Durant or Anthony Davis, I'm not looking at joining LeBron and that's that that situation. I'm not looking at joining the Knicks with an owner who is just like. Putin-like, a Putin-like owner the Knicks have. Um, it, it's kind of funny, but yeah, the Knicks are, I think the Knicks are actually going to be really screwed. I don't think any free agents want to come to them because A, they, they have, they just, their owners are huge teams. It's such a huge problem. Um, yeah, it sucks. Uh, you don't watch basketball, so I'm guessing you don't know the Nets are doing right now, Jared? Nope. Do you know the Nets treated really much of their, their big first round picks a couple of years ago? Yeah, I know that. I know that. So they rebuilt very quick, and then they traded for D'Angelo Russell for, for the Lakers because Matt and Johnson pretty much gave up on him. And Russell this season has been unreal. He is <clears throat> his first All Star. Uh, uh, he his first All Star game this year. And yesterday, just the Nets are now in the sixth seed or seventh seed. And yesterday, the Nets were down by 28 points against the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings, by the way, they're not going to be the playoffs, but they look, they look really good right now. This is weird. But that's the first time I've ever seen it in my life. Uh, they were down 28 points. They came back. Russell scored 27 in the fourth quarter. They won 123 to 121. Uh, Great comeback for the team, and 
Yeah, it's a... Look, I know the Knicks right now in tank position, but I feel like the Knicks will definitely screw this up somehow, and they'll definitely end up with like, the fist pick. It's definitely something I can see happening. Uh, yeah. Jared, any opinion on that, or no? No, I have no opinion on the NBA, other than I'm not watching it. Okay. Jared, just... Oh, look, the Knicks are right now down. Uh, 100, uh, 111 to 79 in the end of the third quarter. Yeah, that sounds about right. Perfect tank job. Well, that's, that's, really, that's 111. The Jazz has scored 39, 35, and 37 points. That's, that's insane, actually. Hmm. Uh... Jared, do you want to talk about uh, the Rangers or any of that crap going on over there? Um, it is, as I predicted, a rough year for the Rangers. They suck. We talked about it in the off season when we were doing some more regular podcasts that it was going to be rough, and they made the decision to make it a little rougher. I, I agree with the decision to make the trades they made. Uh, they, because if you're going to do the rebuild, you got to do it full. But the problem I have right now with the Rangers is that the picks that they've made to start the rebuild have not been good. And everyone is kind of still, the jury's still out, but the Rangers don't have a Jack Eichel, an Austin Matthews, a Connor McDavid, or anyone you know, a Patrick Line, you know, some of these teams that have hit rock bottom and then started to rebuild, the good ones have all had a center person to build around. And I know it's easier said than done, but the Rangers have not really gotten anyone with their first round picks that is of any substance. They've not really hit on any of their first round picks so far. Filipito shown some signs. Overall, not ready yet. Leas Anderson hasn't really shown any signs. Obviously not ready yet. Brett Howden has shown some signs, but not a guy that you're willing to necessarily build around. And, you know, their first round pick from this past year, that guy... Uh, Kratsev, he is still in Russia, so he's not even over in the U.S. So, so far from this rebuild, all the Rangers have gotten are a bunch of draft picks that we're still not really sure about. No one's a home run selection yet for the Rangers. So, now you get more picks by trading Zuccarello and Hayes away. Um, there's more, more younger people around the organization, but you still don't have grade-A, high-end, big-time skill guys that you can build around. So it's kind of a weird situation for the Rangers because Henrik Lundqvist is just basically being left hanging out to dry. It's honestly kind of a shame because you've wasted yeah. one of the best goalies of all times. Well, careers. well now at this uh, point... Now- it's a, no, it's a joke. Your team's a joke. Uh, you have no future. You have no idea what you're doing. You are the New York Giants of the NHL. 
Well, I just tried oh, to yeah. compare them, and, and you said no, they were not as bad as the Knicks. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks were like, uh, you, you have to wait another 20 years to be the Knicks, too. Well, according to you, the Knicks are Don't picking worry. up, the Knicks are, according to you, picking up Kevin Durant <laughs> and Zion and... You know, everyone who wants to play there. So it, don't, it, don't forget, don't, don't forget Anthony Davis. In the in the NBA, you can turn around a team in just a few minutes because you can pick up three players yeah, yeah. and your whole team's different. In the NHL, it's not like that. So what about the what about the guy from Harvard? They got Jimmy VC. Yeah, where, where's he at? He's having his best year so far, but he's not. I mean, I don't think anyone ever thought. Well, I didn't think that Jimmy VC was going to be a big, big time, like major piece. But at the time they really? signed, no, because but at the time they signed him, he could be a oh, complimentary yeah. piece to some of the other big guys that they had. Like I liked it at the time they signed him, and he's going to be a good Ranger. I mean, he's going to be there for a long time. But in an ideal world, he's a really solid third line player. Maybe, maybe your last guy in your second line, but really for me, he's more of a third line player. He's not a guy to build your whole team around. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that any time you can really tank like you can in football, or or uh, you can't really tank in hockey, can you? I mean, you can, but it's just different. I mean. The thing is, in hockey, just like any it's other sport... It's so much different. No, in, in, no, it's not NBA, but in hockey, just like any other sport, if you can get one elite, game-changing player, you can completely change your team. And that's, you know, you look at Toronto. Toronto, yeah, they have a lot of young guys, but Austin Matthews, the fact that Toronto has him, gives them an opportunity to play. There's no way that... John Tavares signs with Toronto if they didn't have Austin Matthews. No way. Edmonton, complete disaster. They've been rebuilding for for a long time, and they didn't do anything until they got one guy. You get one guy, Connor McDavid, all of a sudden they're in the Western Conference Finals two years later. So now Edmonton's, yeah, garbage, con- Edmonton's come back to life, but imagine what they would be if they drafted anyone else besides Connor McDavid there. You know, like you – there's a few players in the NHL where, you know, once every other draft, maybe every three drafts, there's a player that is so game-changing that if you tank for that guy and you get him, then all of a sudden you can probably make the playoffs within the next year or two. So it's a little it's it's a little bit different than the other leagues, but, I mean, there's still players to be had that could change your complete, franchise completely. I'm to say something really stupid, probably. Uh, can the Islanders get Connor McDavid? Max, what are you even talking about? Like, no, no, no. Because the Oilers have been trashed for so long now, I think they can. Max, he signed a contract extension. Know the stuff before you start talking about it. He must have any chance. Zero percent. He signed a contract extension with Edmonton. They can trade for him, probably, though. He's got no trade clause. It's not happening. What about uh, Patrick Kane? Max, 
What? How would they trade for Patrick Kane? What in the world would they be able to give up for him? Um, Josh Bailey. Why would that help the Blackhawks? Be the Blackhawks need to rebuild. How are they going to rebuild with Josh Bailey? They need to tear on the team, Jared. Start over again. No, they don't. And if you're going to start over again, wouldn't you start over with Patrick Kane? No. Start over with Jonathan Taze. How are they going to do that? Max, you don't think about you don't think about things when you bring these things up. It's just you're just spouting nonsense. All right, Jared. So what should the, what should the Islanders do? What should they do? Sign a free agent. Who should the Islanders get? Because so they so the Islanders today, unfortunately, Val. I can't say his last name, but you know what I'm talking about. Defensive man will eat out for four weeks. The Han? Yeah. What? No, not Calvin, not Calvin DeCon. Val, Val the Puccia. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a couple guys I think I'll just look to get. Well, and I, like, I what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by look to get? Like, the trade deadline's over. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I know clue. <laughs> what is Scott Gomez doing? Retired. Really? When? Five years ago. No, no way. Yeah. Oh well. Taylor Hall. I'm not even. Actually, I'm not even giving you a response. Never mind, I forgot. Trade him. I can't trade for him. Uh, okay. Honestly, I actually do like they called him t- t- uh, Tanner Fritz today. There's no reason why the Islanders also still called up Josh for the thing. That's kind of pissing me off. But, uh, but honestly, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Um, By the way, shout out to Tanner on? Fritz, former ECHL player. Yeah. Did you know that, I think I think I told you this other day, I kinda of gave you a new fact that Braden Holpe played for the Stingrays. Yo, you didn't give me that fact. I I, I understand that Braden Holpe played for the Stingrays. Whatever, whatever you tell me, buddy. Um Okay. Next topic. By the way, Scott Gomez. Uh, Scott Gomez has not played since two thousand fifteen sixteen. Oh, so it's not five years. Yeah, it's been three years. Three years. Um, okay, much quicker. Much shorter. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, my great... Oh, did you come up with my uh, World War Steaks yet? Your what? My four worst hot takes. Yeah, I, you can't hit me on the spot like that. I the, your, All your hot takes are bad, so I don't know why they are. Okay, you're wrong over there, but let's go again. Um, okay, this is one of my best questions I think of all to date. If you, if you had a, if you were to have a, uh, someone direct you, make a movie about you. Uh, it could be dead or alive. Uh, but we had 
greenlit for a movie. Who should direct? Who do you think would, would you want to direct your own biography? And who would you want to play you? Jared, it's kind of difficult for you because you have to pick a red-haired actor. For me, I actually think either Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill would be perfect to play me. Doesn't Seth Rogen have red hair? No. All right. Do you think Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill would be good to play you? Yeah, by far. Yeah, okay, I can see that. More on the Jonah Hill side. Now, for the movie directing on me, much they love Tarantino, I haven't, I don't have a story of Tarantino yet. I need some great stuff to happen for that. Like, you need, you need, to, you need a lot more death to happen for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably right, too. Uh, <laughs> Did you see the tweet I just sent you? No. Might be worth might be worth discussing on the podcast. Yo, it's gonna be right. (laughs) Uh, Wait, Jared, who is Stool Presidente? I don't know, some guy that's at the Islanders game. Man, look at that. Wow. Guys have been real clown. So, wait a minute. Are you saying you like that Stool Presidente guy? Are you saying you value his opinions? I'm saying he seems like a real clown. Like, and like an idiot, in a way. I mean, I guess if that's what you say, because, you know, he's got a pretty good point here. Somebody's getting coke right now. Uh, she cut that off. Uh, um, a quick side note. It's really weird seeing how many people you grew up with that do coke. What? Yeah. That, you know, people like always say, oh, this will surprise you, surprise you, you A lot of people do cocaine. I don't, I mean, I don't know, I don't really know, I have many life experiences about this. Okay, we'll cut this part off, please cut this part off. Um, well, okay, I'll go back to the, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you, you okay. I don't know why he's in this tweet. Yeah, the Islanders lost the game to, to honestly the best team in the NHL right now. Yes, better than Lightning. Because no, no. I said it before, so I'll say it again. I'll say no. it again, yeah. No. If I'm an Islander fan, if I'm an Islander fan right now, I do not want to play the Boston Bruins. I feel we could easily beat the beat the Lightning, honestly. Okay, but that's not the point of the tweet. Tweet so showcases that the Islanders fans aren't even there to cheer on their own team at the Coliseum, which is apparently, according to Islanders fans, an incredible venue for their team and they're getting out cheered by Bruins fans on their home turf which is pretty embarrassing okay, I, look I'll be honest I never defended the whole barn thing I think probably build a new arena in uh, Long Island to be honest what they should do 
I think from what I heard, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever been to the barn. I think I've been there. If I was, maybe one time. It's really, really, really young. I don't remember it at all. I would say they try to like, like get rid of it. I know that's a nice venue, but it does seem kind of uh, shitty. Yeah, but here's the thing: when you bring in a what? new venue, what new stadium has a good atmosphere? All these new stadiums are trash. Like it's not going to get better in terms of loudness and crowd support. It's going to get worse. What about the Wells Fargo Center like that? The Wells Fargo Center is not new. How, how new? That sounds pretty new. It's like within ten years, so new. No, not within ten years. Fifteen years? I'm gonna have to look this up, but I don't think so. Jared, I actually have a hot take. Chances that this is actually a hot take? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of an add-on back to our dessert discussion back in like July or maybe September. Uh, no shakes are better than are better than ice cream. I mean that, that that's fine if you feel that way. What? Uh, I don't know. Who would you want to? Okay, so I think for jerking me, it should be. Uh, okay, the Russo brothers. Who's that? The guy who directed the Avengers movies. Oh, okay. What about you? I don't really know much about directors, so I don't. I don't really have much to say about that. Okay, well, that's kind of depressing. What about playing you, Jared? Uh, I would probably say... Chris Pratt, maybe? Yeah, I think Chris Pratt would be good. I could see Chris Pratt playing you, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. By the way, the Flyers opened their arena in 1996. Okay, so... When you do the math on that, Max, that is 23 years old. Okay, Jared. Okay, we're not far off now. I mean, 23 years old, you're right. It's probably kind of one of the newer arenas, but it's not a major, major great place to play. It's not like you talk to people around the league and people say, oh, the Wells Fargo Center is one of the best arenas to play in. Oh, I don't. I don't want to know how old the TD Garden is. I feel like that's like forty years old, probably. You know, the TD Garden is no, the TD Garden. I, yeah, I don't think it's. I think it's about the same length of age as the Wells Fargo Center. But I again, mean, nobody says that either. That's one of the best places. Well, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't know any tourists at all. So maybe somebody should help me over here because I have no clue where to go. What do you mean? What? The TD Garden opened in 1995, one year earlier than Philly. Oh, wow, really? Really. Huh. Okay, well, 
TD Garden of Golden Islands should go after it, I guess, in my, in my unknowledgeable skating arena opinion. Uh, next topic. What are the topics? I thought you gave them to me. What? You want me to pull them up? Wait, what? You want me to pull up the topics? Yeah, I think, I think we actually stop this, actually. All right, here we go. March Madness. Who do you got in the bracket? Any reason why you think the UNC Tar Heels are, are, are a team you're confident with? Well, hey, they're my team. They're my team who's 2007-2008 with Tyler Hansbrough, Wayne Ellington, Danny Green. Actually, I think Danny was the next team after they actually won the championship. Uh, Danny, uh, Wayne Ellington, Ty Lawson, Tyler Hansbrough. None of these guys have any, none of these guys have anything to do with the team that's going to play in the NCAA tournament this year. They've been they've been awesome this year at the USC. They've performed very very well. I think this is the best team actually since the fifteen sixteen team, which is when they lost in that Butterbeers at Villanova. I actually I actually think the team, even though they won the year after, I think that fifteen sixteen team was honestly the best team since championship team in 08-09. I'm very, very confident in this team. They beat Duke two times this year. Yeah, they lost the ATT championship game to, to them. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling very, very confident. And I feel like Tennessee's going to be a big problem, actually. Uh, I think the final four should actually be a pretty easy pass. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah. I'll say that right now, though. I'm extremely scared of Duke right now. Very Duke's a very scary team right now for me to look at. I mean, they just—they're unreal. Zion, RJ Barrett, and I'm forgetting the other guy who's a really good, who's also unreal on that team. Redding, yeah, uh, yeah. They just done unreal this year, and I don't know. That's the one. It's like two or three teams are not feeling good against. Kentucky's one of them, and because Kentucky always just never feel confident on them. Uh, Kentucky, definitely Duke, and on this minute, Michigan State will probably be out within by speed of the Elite Eight at most. They always find a way to choke. Campus, I feel like Louisville is going to beat Michigan State. Yeah, I can totally see that. Jared, I'm not saying it's supposed to be just me as you went there. I'm still looking at the bracket right now to make it by, by today, but or I guess tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm looking at the, the Northeast right now, and I'm very tempted to pick them. I'm very tempted to pick them. And this is, I know Kansas made the, I think they made the final four last year. For the first time since like, for a long time, but 
this is like one of the worst teams in a while. They have this is the first time they have won like the Big Twelve Championship in like twelve or thirteen years. I'm pretty sure. If uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna pick NU over here. What about you? I mean, you know, I'm picking NU, but I mean, I'm pretty biased, so pretty excited that they're in the tournament. Uh, you know, it's been a couple of years, but not that long. And uh, isn't you know, this Voss's senior year? Yeah, Voss is a senior. Yep. So he was there when he when one of the freshmen when they nearly beat Notre Dame, right? No, actually, Vasa came to the team last year as a transfer. So oh, uh, he okay. actually has okay. not been with the team the whole time. Okay, okay, never mind that about that. Yep. Uh, I see yeah, Northeastern. Right. If Northeastern can get a win over Kansas, that'd be wild. But I don't think they would beat Auburn. I think Auburn would probably be able to beat them. Would I ever? Would I? Just out of curiosity, would I ever hear the end of it if if uh, NU made a Final Four run? Yeah, especially after our last conversation about it, where you told me that Northeastern was trash. Oh yeah, you 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 ranted and raved about how bad they were. No, just because I didn't want to hear you celebrating that time of the night, so I still do that. Mm-hmm. And you, and I and I pet your belly like a dog you are. You rolled over. You didn't say anything. Yeah, and then I just wait until they make the tournament, and then I just trash you. <laughs> uh, part of me, just a part of me that's also like kind of doesn't want to see them win because I know if they do, this is it. I yeah. mean, think about it. If you're sports this year, you don't have anything going for you. Who? You don't have a good hockey in the roof for. Who does I mean, that? what? Your biggest college this year was a bean pot trophy? Yeah, they're only going to be in the NCAA tournament. What? They're only going to be in the NCAA tournament. The final way to lose that too. They always do. It's always that Frozen Four garbage talk, but they always lose it. Well, I've never talked about Frozen Four before, but if you want to go there, it's fine. <laughs> so you got, so you got UNC winning it all. What? You got UNC winning it all. Give me some give me some upset. You got a couple upset predictions you think might go uh might work out? Uh I'm not looking at the bracket right now. How do you feel about Murray State with their uh, big score? I, I personally think the uh, the region with Gonzaga, the West region, is pretty stacked. Read me some of the matchups right now. In the West in the West bracket, you've got Gonzaga as the number one seed, who definitely is vulnerable. You have two foot uh, What? You got Gonzaga as the number one seed, who's pretty vulnerable. What? What'd you, I can't hear you. I can't hear you good. What'd you say? Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's my, it's my, it's me. I said you got Gonzaga as the number one seed who's pretty vulnerable. And then after that, you've got Michigan. You've got a pretty good Nevada team. you got Texas Tech is pretty solid. 
Buffalo yeah, has been a- Buffalo's been on a roll. Florida State is also pretty good. I think Florida State will beat Vermont easily. And then you got Murray State, who's got the number one player, right? Number one guy scorer in the country. I think number two player, definitely number one scorer, probably is Jay and uh, I think Ja or Jay Morant. Yeah, yeah, he's plays for Murray State. I know that. Yeah, I think number one player design still. Yeah, no, um, I agree with you, but I'm just talking about scoring wise. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, you do. Uh, um, I do not see Gonzaga making it past the Sweet Sixteen. Is a Buffalo team from Buffalo, New York? That is correct, University of Buffalo. All right, I didn't know if it was like one of those like Miami things where it could be Miami, Ohio, or Miami, Florida. Um, all right. So, what are you? What are your? What are your picks? I don't hear your picks. I, don't, I can't do my picks right now. Well, usually I don't disclose my picks until tomorrow in the morning. But since this podcast isn't coming out right away, I'll disclose them right now. All right, I've got my four final four teams. This is not a hundred percent. I gotta still think, but right now, my four final four teams are Duke, Texas Tech, Tennessee, and UNC. Okay, I see. I see a lot of people with Texas Tech in their brackets. Yeah, I like Texas Tech. I don't think Gonzaga is that good. I mean, they're number one seed and everything, but I like I like uh, actually that bracket. I have Florida State going against Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. I, okay, I, I agree. I, I can see that. I think Michigan's good, but you know, I think Texas Tech could beat them. Then uh, my it's, what what right now what I don't like is I have my both in the South region and the Midwest region. I have one versus two. In the Elite Eight. But I just don't know if any of the other teams really stick out to me. I'm not saying that they won't win. But I just can't see really believing in, you know, like Wisconsin or Kansas State or Villanova. like Or Purdue even. Like I don't really think any of those teams are that good. Purdue, I agree with you. Wisconsin, I can see they have a top 10 player in Ethan Happ. Um, yeah... I'll be honest, this year I've really been into the ACC basketball, that's about it. Yeah. I could, see, I could see Syracuse making a little run, but their best player, a day before the tournament starts, they just announced he will not be playing because of academic stuff, mm. uh, Frank Howard. Good enough. So, I don't I don't know what I do with that. I usually, last year my, my big pick to win the brackets, which really helped me a lot, was picking Cuse against Michigan State. And... That, that pretty hold me in the bracket stuff. Won me, won me the whole tournament over there. Um, yeah. Okay, that's okay. So we move past that now. Well, yeah, and then uh, and then on the in the Midwest region, I like UNC and University of Kentucky. I don't think any of the other teams in that bracket are going to be able to beat any of those teams. Like Auburn, no. Auburn is a is a is a, seems like a good team. 
but I don't think they're going to beat UNC. And, you know, Iowa State is good, I guess, but I don't see them being Kentucky. And Houston has, like, the most wins in the country, but they're pretty untested. Like, I don't see them beating Kentucky. I guess, yeah. So I feel like, you know, there's 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 room for some upsets in the earlier rounds, but I really feel, you know, pretty strongly that the Midwest and the South regions with Virginia, Tennessee, UNC, and Kentucky will all be, you know, one versus two elite eights. But, you know, you never So just know. out of curiosity, let's see, and just, and just, and it's like four in the morning here, I need to get to bed. Who is your championship pick? Well, right now I think what I'm going to do is agree with you and pick North Carolina over Duke in the final. That, uh, the good thing with this, I'll be off that week. But for the, to the stuff, next week I'm, I'm going to be on base all week. Yeah. This, this rest of this week I'm off base. But, that, but if you is there good that, places to watch? I have lost. Is there good places to watch on TV in Israel? Yeah, so there's a bunch of sports bars in Israel that I can go to. Honestly, if if, if I need to, if I need to be, I'll go. I'll go to Tel Aviv for a night to watch it. Yeah, it was a bunch of in a bigger setting. Uh, yeah. Well, honestly, maybe I'll I'll, I'll face somebody back home. Just to, I'll, yeah, I'll do that too. I'll try to watch that game. Nice. All right. Well, there you go. I mean, it's pretty exciting. Tomorrow's the the first day of the tournament. It's always a great day. One of the best four days of the year. Uh, this is the MJ Podcast, episode 12. Sorry for the five months delay. We are we'll be back in two weeks probably. This is the MJ Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Chat. Max Catherine. Uh, this is... Dude, come on. What? You said Jared Chat. This is the MJ Podcast. Seriously. <laughs> hey, this is the MJ Podcast. Have a great night.